Hey guys, this is the Prince of Podcasting along with Chucky Taylor Sachs, the uh, Duke of Discourse. We want to remind you that you can go to wildwvramps.com and order yourself some bulbs to plant in your yard in a pot. If you want to take them in the woods and plant the sons of bitches, you can do that too. You can plant you some ramp bulbs, and before you know it, you'll have yourself some ramps. And all you gotta do is go to wildwvramps.com slash pfr. And when you select what you want and you check out, enter the offer code PFR to receive 10% off. That's wildwvramps.com slash PFR. Offer code PFR for 10% off. Now, please enjoy this stirring episode of the Fun Employment Files. The bipolar rock and roller, the prince of podcasting, the sultan of silliness, Dutch, along with old Chucky Tate of Sex over there, the Duke of Discourse, <laughs> the the president of punditry. <laughs> That's new. <laughs> I don't even know what. I, I, I don't even think you would be considered a pundit. <laughs> Another talking head on Fox News or MSNBC or anything. How about the Marquis of Malcontent? <laughs> the Marquis, the Marquis de Malcontent. Yeah. Says the Marquis de Sade. Yeah. The Marquis de Malcontent. Because <laughs> I really am malcontented sometimes. You are a sourpuss. <laughs> Not so much lately. Yeah, you're all right. We are here, and that they, that there you hear is uh, the venerable Chris Martin, along with his assembled cold players. And one of the Magic. best songs they've done lately. Like it's, I think it was on their last album. I have no fucking clue. I haven't kept up with them since uh, that one thing. Uh, the Rush of Blood to the Head is the last thing I really liked. You didn't like uh, Viva La Vida? Or, well, it had Paradise on it, which is a great song. That song's okay. Yeah. That one song that came on the came. It was on the one after uh, Rush of Blood to the Head. Uh, Tears stream down your face. Mm-hmm. When you I don't know the name of that song, but yeah, fix you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that song, but the rest of that album ate cocks. Uh, it wasn't. See, their first two, like uh, parachutes, was one of the best albums I've ever heard, and so was a rush of blood to the head. Like every song was good. I'd put it up there with almost anything by Ted Nugent. Damn it! <laughs> Strong statement. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang is such a great song. I mean. Cat's Cratch Fever. It's, Stranglehold is actually uh, legit. Stranglehold is a good song. song. And I love it when fighters come out to it. Yes. I mean, it's dude, it's a great guitar riff. Like, uh, there's a fighter that consistently strangles people. That's how he wins. He comes out to it. I'm like, that's that's a fucking great song to come out to. Good job. Good fucking job. Um, yeah, the uh, the Coldplay, they were on the, uh, the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Of Did course- they- on the PFR that comes out on Thursday, we do an in-depth review of the Super Bowl and the halftime show and all that. Yeah. It's 
completely in depth. It was almost like we were doing the play by play. I mean, it felt like everybody had to feel like they were there. You know, it was. I mean, we were basically it was it was in the zone, word for word, play by play, everything. We did a better job than whoever the shitty white dudes were. That Frank Gifford. Fuck Frank Gifford. Fuck him. Him and that cunt wife of his. Terrible wife of his. Nobody gives a fuck about Cody either, okay? <laughs> so what's going on? Um, Nothing. Awesome. I love it. Work. All right. That's been the show. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, is it our sponsor? Uh, yeah. No, just work. And um, nothing new much in the... Um, Movie. We usually talk about movies and stuff. We haven't gotten to see any uh, movies. Recently. No, we haven't. Not we together. should go uh, Friday and Saturday. Go see The Big Short or... Um, Maybe not Saturday because Andy's going to come down. That's right. We're gonna do we should go Friday then because I'm off Friday. Deadpool comes out. Yeah. We got to go see that. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'll go see Deadpool on yeah. Friday. It's awesome. Yeah. It'll be an extravaganza. It'll be, it will be an extravaganza. <laughs> um, There'll be a lot of ballyhoo. I did watch... Um, uh, a movie called Experimenters. Yeah. Uh, starring, I have to look it up. Sc- uh, Sarsgaard, Alexander Sarsgaard, his name. Yeah. What else was he in? I, I'm looking it up now. Sarsgaard. Because there's two of them. There's two Sarsgaards. Uh, I don't think they're related. One of them's British and one of them's American. Experimenter. Okay. It's about the Milgram experiments. The Milgram experiments were determined to see if people were evil. Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah, that's Stanley Milgram. Did the, yeah, uh, he played Stanley Milgram. Winona Ryder, Taryn Manning, Anton Yelkin. These, a lot of these people were just barely in the movie. Mostly it's Winona Ryder and Peter Sarsgaard. Jim, uh, Jim Gaffigan. Um, it's about the, uh, the experiment where they hook you up. They, uh, they have an actor. Yeah. And see if he, a guy pretending mm-hmm. to be a, uh, a victim of whatever's going to happen to him. Right. And he's like, it's nice. It's, it's Jim Gaffigan. And then they, he put, they put him in a separate room with somebody and they pretend like they hook him up to some electrical equipment. And then they, they read off a list mm-hmm. and then they answer questions to correspond with it. Yeah. And if they get them wrong, they shock them. Right. And he, <laughs> in the movie, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen the footage of the actual experiments in a long time, but in the movie, he actually has a recording of him screaming and stuff whenever they, uh, yes, it's like a real to real court. As soon as they walk out of the room, he just pulls out this thing and opens it up. Mm-hmm. And whenever he, uh, whenever it says he's being shocked, it will, oh, Jesus, stop it. Yeah. I have a heart condition. <laughs> but that's, um, as long as there's a, uh, authority figure telling, giving the order, giving the order, yeah. they, they will keep doing it. Like 65%. I think people. it's, it's, high, it's a high percentage. The higher than you that. think it would. It's still it's still that much because they've redone the experiment. See, that's the thing is that uh, that was on Enron. Smartest guys in the room. They showed the actual experiment, like where you know there's a guy. There's actually a guy who had a problem with it. And he's just like, "Are you going to take responsibility for this?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, just you know, he's he's agreed to this. He signed a waiver. He's just like, I don't think this is right, you know." And uh, it showed yeah. actually one of the guys who got up and left the room. He's it like, should, "I'm not doing this." Yeah, it know? showed a guy do that. What and and then they started doing it with women, like yeah. women as the uh, the people hitting the switch. Yeah. And they would still do it, but I never saw that they. Then they might have done it in other studies since then, but they never had the woman being the one shocked, at right. least in the movie. I would like to see how people react to that. I think that women, we're we're hardwired for women's like. That's why women scream and stuff like that. It's a sign of distress. Yeah, I, their I, voices are hired to engender, uh, like protective feelings in in men. I mean, that's just truth. The so, testosterone starts yes. flowing, then you mm-hmm. get into into fucking smashing mode, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I've I've felt that before. Like like women in a in a in a bar or something, that are just saying, you know, like guys like don't touch me. You know, her voice goes up because she's asking for subconsciously asking for help for yeah. what's around her. You know, but so. don't ever say that to a feminist. They'll kick you in the groin. I, you know, I, I've got no time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just proof, you know. Like you can fly in the face of evidence if you want to, but there it, it is. is. It's, you know. it's uh, evolutionary. Yes, that's what it is. Um, Baxter, fuck off, buddy. You too, Mackie. Jesus, what are we doing here? We're trying to do a fucking show. What the fuck? It's all right. It's all right, fellas. God damn! Hook you guys up to a shocking machine. <laughs> Apparently, I have to go let them out now. 
There's Talk amongst yourselves. There's something going on. There's some ruffians. <laughs> some ne'er do wells. Showed like other experiments that he didn't do. Um, one, it had a f- uh, six people in it. Five of them were in on the experiment. Yes, and one of them wasn't. And they put the one that wasn't like in the the, the next to last guy to answer questions. And they would show like a poster board with uh, one line over here on the left, and then. Different sized lines. One of them matches the one on the left, and they would intention the five the uh, other guys in there would intentionally pick the wrong one, even like the one that doesn't even look close. Yes, and the other guy most of the time would pick the one that everybody else picked because he didn't want to be different. Absolutely, yeah. See, uh, Milgram was uh, his behavioral. You know, it's all behavior. You know, see what human beings are. You know, it's I guess you could call it the science of individuality. You know where. So who's brave enough to step out and and be different, you know? And not a lot of people are. Like, you know, it, especially, you know, it's why we have things like Nazi Germany and things like that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, because, uh, like, hold on, I got to fucking let him back in now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there was... um. They showed footage of a Nazi on trial. He was captured and he was on trial for war crimes. Absolutely, yeah. And he said, I didn't do anything that I wasn't ordered to do by my superiors. See, that's the thing. And that doesn't, even still, that doesn't hold up in court. Like, that didn't hold up in the Milan Massacre. It didn't, it didn't hold up in the Nazi trials. It doesn't, you know, they want you to step. And it's kind of, you know, in a sense, man, it's kind of unfair, don't you think? Because being, going along, along with the crowd is difficult. Being yourself is, I mean, going along with the crowd is easy. Oh, being yourself easier, is, yeah. is it, being yourself is difficult, and you know, so hard for me. <laughs> and in especially in context, like the Milai massacre, those Marines turned guns on their own men, mm-hmm. and you know, said you're not going to do this, you know, and I think killed their own men, you know, because they were raping and and killing and just acting like, you know, savages. Yes, complete psychopaths, and it was just awful, you know. So, and you, and you can see it pretty much every day. Uh, with the the following of the herd, most people are what idiots call sheeple. Yeah, I hate that word. I do too. It's a very left word where they. It's a it's a right word too. Well, I, yes, I know it is. Alex the, Jones uses it all the time. Yeah, but Alex because Jones, he's the leader. Alex Jones needs to be shot. I mean, he, he he's just, the leader of the sheeple. God, I hate that fucking. He guy. makes so much money off of people that are scared. Sells lo- like those life straws and all this survival. What is shit. that life straw? It all it does is a. Uh, it's just like a fucking filter, the, a compact filter that you can carry around and suck water out of a mud hole. Yeah, I saw that. Do they work? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It works just fine, but you buy it from Alex Jones, you go pay a lot more for it than you, if you would get it off Amazon and fucking they'll deliver it right to your door. He's such a douchebag. And he's <laughs> he's always like- He's a nice lady. <laughs> he's always He's always pulling off some- like it, it, the the papers he carries around, those can't be facts and figures because it's all false. You know, even if it is, it's I don't know. He's funny. I, I mean, I find him entertaining, but to actually believe stuff that he says, I mean, sometimes he's right. Everybody's right sometimes. Right. But it's like Sarah Palin saying, "I don't trust that Vladimir Putin." <laughs> That's because. She yeah, nobody trusts them, dummy. No, that's the thing. And and then and then everybody went. Well, she was right. She's right about something. I was just like, but now she's sucking his dick. They're all they're all like, yeah, fucking Vladimir, Vladimir Putin. I can't get enough of your love. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like her and Trump and all those people. It's like, don't you realize this guy's a fucking despot? You know, that's is that where we've gone? That we need despots to run our fucking governments and worship other despots? You know, it's we don't need demagogues. We need somebody with solutions. We need synagogues. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they'll they'll be surveilled, oh, they'll absolutely be surveilled. <laughs> like if Bernie gets in, they'll be, oh, you know, it'll be the Jewish mafia is rising <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, some idiot fucking right wing conspiracist will come up with. They're that. always complaining. Have you not seen that? They're always complaining. These Jews, <laughs> it's too warm. I saw. Oh, now it's too cold. I took <laughs> off my sweater. 
<laughs> I saw yesterday, I saw some clips about Bernie on SNL with Larry David. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, fucking hilarious. When they're on the boat, he's like, Bernie Sanders. Can't remember the other day. Sir, Ber- Bernie Stan- sanders or something. Yeah. <laughs> we would change it. We're going to change it when we get to Ellis Island. Yeah, that'll fool him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But did you see Burn Your Enthusiasm? Yes, I did. It was a, basically a five-minute Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. <laughs> As Bernie Sanders. <laughs> hilarious. Like, he, he didn't want to shake somebody's hand. It was a black woman. Yeah. Oh, that made it. That's what, that was like, whoa, because it was a black woman. She, you, you coughed in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sh- it. it's, it's germs. It's disgusting. It's, yeah, I'm not, I don't shake disgusting people's hands. Then that woman was like, Susie, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Susie. <laughs> did you ever watch it? Yeah, I love that did show. Did you see when her and... Uh, oh, there's a couple of funny incidents with that show. Like the one where Larry thought he was dying. So he's on his deathbed and he's laying there. Or he was dying, kind of, you know. Yeah, like... Nut cancer, right? Something. It was something yeah, bad, something like that. I need to. And, I need to watch that again because there's nothing about it that isn't funny. Well, he's all doped up. He's laying there, and everybody's coming to talk to him. And so as he like goes, Larry, <laughs> and he's like, throws uh. <laughs> <laughs> his hand up, like doesn't want to talk to her. Even she's there. very unpleasant. Yeah, woman. she was. And then like they're trying to get into that country club, and Larry got kicked out. Got every. Jew kicked out basically. He's like, you got us kicked out with your big Jew face hanging out. She's like, <laughs> big Jew face. Um, he's he's a brilliant. I like him a lot though, and the fact that Bernie is able is that funny. He, dude, he has. He did. We need him. He did pretty well. Yeah, there. he did. I mean, he's not a comedian or not an actor, but he did well. He's been know. in a movie before. Oh, has he? He was in like it was like a. Very terrible movie. It was like 1999, and he played a rabbi giving a long speech at a wedding yeah. and complaining about uh, baseball and how his team keeps trading. And like, the Dodgers are now in Los Angeles. It's a travesty. <laughs> it's in like 1999. Yeah. <laughs> they belong in Brooklyn. <laughs> Man, I forget what what it was, but it's like a probably on IMDb, but he, he did pretty good in that. Pretty funny. Um, he's. I don't. I don't think he wants to be president, though. You don't. No, I, I think he. I think he feels that he should. He needs to be. Well, the, like he the calling. Well, like we said that you know, it's like how you know, uh, somebody gets called for the Lord, <laughs> <laughs> except for this exists. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing that's in a very atheistic. <laughs> episode of the fun employment files <laughs> not like every episode's not atheistic yeah i just think i think because I, I don't think that if you really want to be president you should be allowed to be president well it's like um like the best kings are always the ones with with the or the best leaders not, not just kings and and president is a king i don't give what anybody fucking Jesus says Christ. um are the best ones who the powers thrust upon them you know like um caligula Go through the Roman emperors, especially the Julio-Claudian dynasty. You know, Augustus wanted to be emperor. He's a great emperor, but he is also a bit of a cunt. Not bad. Like, he wasn't – he he was actually ah, – shit, not making my point with my first guy out of the gate. Yeah, He was, act, he was actually uh, the exception to that rule. Like, he wanted the power, but he wanted it because he felt a responsibility to Rome, and he actually built Rome. Like, he was the guy who – he put down all the insurrections – he brought everybody back into the fold and said, listen, we're all Romans. We need an empire. I'm the guy to run it. And he did, and he did it well, and they loved him. Um, but then Tiberius, also an exception to that role, didn't want the power. They thrust upon him. He was an able administrator, but he was also a fucking lunatic. Like, he was a, he was a notorious, and even in, in an era where child molestation was, if not accepted, then everybody looked the other way. He was notorious for it. Like he was, you know. Was there an era when it was like encouraged and high fived about the Greeks? Mm. Man, they had it right, didn't they? <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to back out. No. Um, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I went in s- the old dusty trail. <laughs> I gotta go to work. Remember <laughs> when he's just like Peter? It's nighttime. Boy, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, but then there was uh, Caligula who wanted to be emperor. This is the point I was trying to make. Caligula at first was a good emperor. Then he lost his mind 
and went crazy with power because he could do, he was one of those. I think that they said, well, they think he got sick and then, then he lost his mind after that. I don't think that happened. I think that he at first, like anybody with a manic depression disorder, which I think he probably had, was committed to the idea that he's going to try to be a good leader. But then the more power he got, the more he was able to do. So he just lost his fucking mind and did whatever he wanted. And the shit he did, I could do a whole show on that. <laughs> but um, then there was... He might have had syphilis. Syphilis will turn your brain... See, that's the thing. That, that's a theory, but it was never proven. And... Um, how are you, you going to test this junk now, you know? They could probably do it somehow, but you know, it might be in, ingrained. They don't even know where he's buried, I don't think. He was buried in unmarked grave. We could get in the Wayback Machine. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fucking Mr. Peabody was an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> he was always talking shit to Sherman. Remember they made fun of that on Family Guy? Fucking Sherman. That's right, Mr. Peabody. Quiet, you. <laughs> but then there was a... Uh, but then, finally, the, the last one I'm going to say is Claudius. After... Uh, Caligula's own Praetorian guard killed him for the good of Rome and his daughter, little baby, basically little girl, um, and his wife. Uh, they found Claudius cowering under a bed because he was. They thought they thought he was just going to wipe out the whole line because that's what happens. And they took him and put the fig leaves on his head and marched him out as emperor. Said, "You're emperor now. We've got to do something about this." And he was a great emperor, like a administrator, not loved. Because he was heavy and, you know, as much as we worship the human body and stuff, the Romans were even worse. So he was seen as feeble and stupid because he was fat. He wasn't stupid. He was a homosexual who. Yeah. But I mean, wow. wow. At least a, at least an asexual because his wife was like supposed to be this great, big, busty, beautiful woman. But she was also a fucking whore. And she fucked everybody. Like, and he Sounds didn't like a good kid. And he didn't care. Like he did, he's just like, I don't give a shit, you know? And, um, Calpurnia, I think was her name. That might've been Nero's mom, but anyway, it doesn't matter. But, um, what I'm trying to say is, is that the guy who was most unsuited or hated least one of the job was the best at it. So, you know, Bernie is that guy. There's, I heard a, a thing. It was in Iowa last week that I saw this. It was a dude interviewing people, Hillary Clinton supporters. Yes. And like they were like listing all the things that Bernie Sanders supports. And they're like, yeah, I like all those things. And like, then why are you supporting Hillary? Just because I think she's easier. To, it'll be easier for her to uh, get things passed in Congress and stuff because she's a, a career politician. And that doesn't make she, any she's fucking been sense. Been an insider for years. And it's, it just proves that li liberals are kind of pussies. Yeah, they, they are. They don't want to fucking stand up. Well, and then the right will stand up for somebody. It might be the wrong candidate, but they will really stand up for <laughs> They'll them. fucking stand on each other's shoulders. Yeah. I love this racist idiot. This is fucking awesome. You know? Yeah, I don't, I don't that, was my, uh, that was my conservative impression. Mm -hmm. so. I love it. <laughs> Sounded like really a liberal. But, uh, <laughs> I got I to work on that. <laughs> it's just like... Uh, they, it's it's easier to vote for Hillary. I mean, at least we're still getting the first female president. That's basically what they were saying. See, but that's bullshit. I mean, and that's people on the right who have an objection to that are actually right that well, let's not elect them just because elect a, a person just because they're this and this. That's true, and you know, it didn't work out well for England. Margaret Thatcher was fucking terrible. She was a Ronald Reagan. She was a female Ronald Reagan. Gonna belch a little bit more into the uh, belch fast. Or subtle belches. If you're gonna do it, I want you to do it. It's a protein belch. Really get in there. Um, Those protein brownies are absolutely fucking horrendous. So <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't like the thing. Like a lot of women are saying that you're sexist if you support Bernie over Hillary. I don't. That's see fine. That. I guess I'm a. Sexist. Yeah, I guess I'm a sexist too because I don't want another fucking corporate shill in the fucking White House. And that's exactly what she fucking is. She cannot. Provide an answer why she's accepting all this money from all these fucking big banks because they're bankrolling you. That's uh, why she said because they offered it to me. That's what she said about like doing speeches for millions. That's of dollars. fucking dumb. Well, that's what they offer. She has. I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. She has money and power and influence anyway. She doesn't have to do that just for more fucking money. See, that's the thing too. We don't need another greedy fuck in the White House. We need Bernie who turned down money. 
you know, or took the money that Martin Shkreli gave him and gave it to AIDS research. Yeah. So thanks, buddy. There you go. <laughs> go fuck yourself, yeah. you little weasel. That's basically what he told him. You so, know, somebody put up like a collage of the different facial, um, facial uh, fucking things that he was making. Yeah. And then they put them beside the same ones that Trump makes. Yeah, they and it's almost exactly they, the same. They both make the same facial expressions whenever they're under pressure. Well, they're under. They're actually the same, cut from the same cloth. They're the sweet, sweet velvet. Yeah, <laughs> luxurious. It's a comfortable cloth. It's luxurious. Let's not get. Let's not. It's it's a great cloth. It's huge. It's it's one of the best cloths you can get. <laughs> it's got, true. You've got that down. The fucking <laughs> unintentional the jazz hands. hands he does <laughs> starts doing the hand job. <laughs> Some somebody scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And started doing the hand jive. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and it was a black guy. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> America. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, even though, Hen- even though uh, that brings up a great quote that I just now remembered. Uh, Henry Rollins, as much of a cunt as he is, and he really is a cunt a lot of the time, um, said a great quote. He's just like, he said, I love America not for, you know, Jingoistic flag waving and all that shit. He's like, I love America because there'll never be a James Brown from Belgium. You know, they're, that's <laughs> just, he's like, that's what makes America great is our, is that combination, the, the melting pot that has created such many, so many awesome things. That's why I love America. Like when I say I hate America, it's not that I hate America, the place or even the people. I hate. You know, and I need to clarify this because if we ever get picked up, somebody's going to hit me with that question. So I've been trying to frame my response, and here it is. I don't hate America. I love it. But I hate what the career politicians and the people on the take from Wall Street have the made. The millionaires it. and the billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> the top the top 1%. 0.01% with all the wealth. God, I can't wait to see a debate between him and Trump. It'd if we get hilarious. to see one, it would be. What if he says, fuck it, I'm going to run third party and they have a three person debate with him? That would be awesome. If they allow it. Yeah. What do you mean if they allow it? They shouldn't be able to stonewall that. That should no, be. They stonewall every other third party candidate ever or, except. Or Ralph Nader. For, uh, except for uh, Ross Perot. He, he, somehow he was able to get in there. I don't know. I don't know what his deal was. Um, has there hasn't been a Deadpool anything before except for comic books? Has there? There has not. Well, he no. He, he wasn't was he in, in like Marvel Origin Origins Wolverine? Uh, yeah, X Men Origins. Did he get murdered or something? No, it's fucking terrible. And he got killed. Yes. Isn't that impossible? Isn't he immortal? Isn't he a Highlander? <laughs> there can only be one. Thank God. No. <laughs> Actually, that the first movie's not bad. Um. No, I I think yeah I think he is immortal. Like the what was done to him, his healing factor is like if you cut his head off, you you can reattach it and it will. Like, it's kind of like a lizard, kind of. Um, see what they did. I don't know how. See, I'll have to look up his origin in the comic book because I don't know if he's a mutant that absorbs other people's powers, which there are a lot. There are a few of those. Ms. Marvel is that, or Rogue was Rogue stole Ms. Marvel's powers. Um, <sighs> You know, there's a couple others, but there's also, uh, you know, Wolverine's healing factor. If he absorbed it from him, but it's a more intense version. Wolverine can die. Like, there's a massive blood loss or brain trauma that can kill him. But he's extremely difficult to kill. I mean, it's like the... And, like Steven Seagal. Yeah, absolutely. Hard he's to kill. Hard to kill. <laughs> Especially by Jamaican gangsters who think they're above the law. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Steven Seagal. <laughs> He's the worst. Eh, I guess there's been worse. I don't, Jesus, fuck. Okay, I'm back. Jesus, what are you even talking about now? Um, uh, the Beyonce. Or the Super Bowl halftime show featured the Coldplay and the Bruno Mars. Are people and the Beyonce? Are people talking shit about Beyonce for that? Some people are mad that they it was like a cultural appropriation. No, it was uh, like a uh, Black Panther thing. People are saying it was a Black Panther tribute or something. Who gives a shit. I don't give a shit. I thought the 
halftime show was terrible. <laughs> Usually is. I'm sorry. There, uh, Prince. Oh, yeah, Prince is awesome. One. Yeah, because he's fucking Prince. Yeah, I mean, Prince was it Prince and Beyonce did the Grammys or something one year, and it was fucking amazing. Like, I'm not sure. I, I, like, I, I like Beyonce. I always have. I think she can sing. I think she's really fucking hot. I think. I don't think she does a lot of writing, you know. But no, no she writes like her own. I think she writes her own lyrics, and they're not good. But no, whatever. Like that crazy in love song is probably the best pop song from the last twenty years. Yeah. I, I like that one. That I, fucking horn section. Yeah, I liked. Uh, I like her. Period. I think she's. You like you know, her. Period. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Hmm. I've got film. <laughs> Gross. You got some used uh, Beyonce period panties. Yeah, it's weird. Is that like a specialized site you go to that's uh, of Japanese origin? Yes, it is. Hmm. Fucking Japanese. God, it's, it's like it's. You have to search for Rorschach tests. In Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> they are such an odd culture. It really is. I mean, a combination of gentility with aggressiveness and depravity. And, you know. Their porn's weird. Like, everybody's yeah. junk is pixelated. I'm guessing that's what, what it is, is in that? real life. I don't know. I, I, you I know, don't know why their, pick is, their, their junk is pixelated. I guess they don't life. like the, the goings on. I mean. But it'll show the pixelation shooting loads on the Japanese girls who don't seem like they enjoy anything. That's the thing I don't like about it. Like, there is no Japanese chick getting railed who's got a big smile. Who's getting a big smile on her face. She's like, it's like she's resisting. I think women there are taught to not like anything. (laughs) Fuck. They like it with me. (laughs) That was a lot of confidence. (laughs) Whether you like it or you don't like it. I don't. I don't know what it is with the pixelation of the uh, of the sweet, sweet Japanese junk. Maybe it's to to uh, hide the fact that their vaginas are sideways. God, that's so racist. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about. I showed you that picture of that Japanese chick who gave a Dominican poison run for her money. Oh yeah, she's built like a, a bamboo shit house. God. <laughs> <laughs> like a paper walled yeah, shit house. Walled shit. <laughs> 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 the gang gets racist. Fucking <laughs> 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 always sunny, man. It, it's in their eleventh season, and it's. I can't believe it's been on that long. Good. Yeah, it's still just as good, just as consistent. See, and I'm a late comer to the game, like I was to uh, Seinfeld. Like I didn't start watching Seinfeld until pretty much it was off the air. And now I'm, you know, could recite every episode. So I think I think Always Sunny is the, and for me, it's the best sitcom. It's best ever of, of all time. And people won't say it's not a sitcom because there's not a fucking studio audience and a laugh track. That's, Go fuck you know, yourself. And there's you, situations and it's comedy. See, so. I think that the ones without the laugh track are a little stronger because they're that's not, you know, even though Seinfeld, I don't care what anybody says, the. Uh, I think Seinfeld's great. I just like Always Sunny's my speed. Right. It's, uh, well, right, it's right up my alley. I think it's the funniest uh, TV show of all time. And if anybody disagrees with me, we can fucking fight about it. <laughs> we can fist fight. We can have a Russian chain match. <laughs> Sting was having a Russian chain. Was it Sting? I'm sure he had one at some point. I think everybody said We can one. talk about that. The fact that Sting and uh, we saw that. Old school wrestling match It was staying in the Ultimate Warrior Before he was the Ultimate Warrior That motherfucker was enormous The Dingo Warrior He was fucking enormous he Like was a, he was bigger than the Road Warriors Yeah It was ridiculous Yeah His back was as wide as a I mean it was crazy The steroid use back then was fucking Was phenomenal Like it was <laughs> They're saying they don't let the uh, They drug test the guys Bull fu- Bull fucking shit Like they If 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 Batista's being drug tested, <laughs> I'm the fucking Pope. You know, that, come on. I don't, yeah, I was like, they fired Billy Gunn. He was like at the training center. They fired him because he tested positive for something in like a lifting competition or something. And I was like, why, why are they giving a fuck about this? They should teach them how to use it responsibly. That's the thing is that Frank Zane said himself, he said, uh, and Frank Zane looks great now. Like he's 70 and he's got the body of a 35 year old. I mean, he's is that no homo or absolute homo. Absolute homo. Absolute homo. Yeah, okay. yeah. 
<laughs> I Given the chance, you, yeah. would, you would make, you would be Frank. You Zane's would come down on that side. Too. Power's bottom. It, absolutely. You you would generate the power for the thrust of Frank I, Zane. I don't think that you're here first. I folks. don't. I don't think that I need to, to generate much. He's power. A very powerful man. <laughs> powerful, powerful man. No, but he's um, there's power. There's power. There's wonder working power in the blood of the lamb. <laughs> there's power in the thrust of Frank Zane. <laughs> no, but um. He said that steroids under a doctor's supervision in limited quantities are a positive thing. They enhance the quality of life, and he's absolutely right. So, And steroids save baseball, as we've discussed. Steroids have saved baseball. Uh, made a lot of shit better, honestly. And, you know, I like the I, I don't like the fact that – who was it that was taking HGH, and, they brought, and it brought him back, and he was beating the shit out of guys like 10 years younger or 15 years younger than him. Are we talking about fighting? Yes, that was Vitor Belfort. Yeah, he he, and the only thing he was doing is resetting his body to when he was younger. Yeah, well, the problem with that is you're causing permanent brain damage to people. I don't. I don't well, he was allowed a testosterone use exemption back in back then. They've since outlawed that, um, meaning you can take. Testosterone under a doctor's care, as long as the epi and and whatever it is is yeah. within a certain range, right? And his was consistently way the fuck higher. Fair enough. And he was murdering people that would normally he would he would just give a good fight to, right? But um, like his his numbers were way off the charts. It was ridiculous. But he was awesome. And re- re- recently he uh, knocked uh, fucking uh, Dan Henderson out. Kicked him right in the face, knocked him out. But Dan Henderson is also a forty-five-year-old man, yeah, who is not on testosterone anymore. He he benefited from the testosterone use exemption too. Um, what about Dan Severin? Whatever happened to him? Uh, Didn't he pass away? No. Um, Dan the Beast I think Severin. just like and he said he was. He told me personally whenever I talked to him for an hour at the first MMA event in Charleston that he was uh, going to compete for one more year in fighting. Yeah. And then he was going to hang it up. I think he still does independent professional wrestling. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he was. He came in WWE for and well, he, there, he, there's no charisma. He has no charisma. No, he doesn't. Like, he wasn't going to act crazy like Shamrock did. Yeah, he wasn't going to do any of that bullshit. Fucking Shamrock. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Yeah. The the thing about having him and Shamrock there, anytime they would have decided to, they would have put whoever was facing them on their back and did whatever they wanted to them. But no, nah, that's not the game. Um, as far as fighting, I don't like um, the steroids and the testosterone and all that. And a lot of it is the Brazilian guys because you can get it through the government in Brazil. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't – I think that everybody should have to be subject – you know, I don't know. If you're going to be a fighter, I think there should be a lot of structures on what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like that stacks the deck. Obviously, in their in their favor, and people wonder why they're great. They're great because they're better fighters. Well, I don't know. It 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 does, but you still have to put in the work to become a better fighter. I you know I agree, but when you're you know as a guy who's almost forty, and you know I hit the gym hard four times a week because I found that's the right formula. I can't go any more than that, or else it just doesn't work. Um, I can't even imagine what would happen if the strictures of my age were released you know i do pretty well for uh, getting to be a a middle-aged man you know what i mean you know if you remove that from me i'd be killing it you know what i mean i don't think that's fair you know when i when you apply that to fighting so you're saying they should be allowed to take responsibly take i think that if if, i think that if somebody's going to take him somebody else should be able to take him well i can get down with that but just this weekend there was there's a 40 year old fighter um Fuck, what was his fucking name? I know him. He's one of my favorites. Um, Kyle. His last name's Kyle. No, Mike Mike Powell. P-Y-L-E. 40 years old, facing a guy that's probably 26. Huge underdog. Yeah. Huge underdog, Mike Powell. He's got like a buzz cut with a mullet. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He's crafty as fuck. He's in great shape still, 40 years old. I think they fought at 170. Mm-hmm. And this this 26-year-old kid caught him in the first round and wobbled him a little bit. Yeah. He was able to recover. And he fought in the second round. He did well. Probably won the round. Third round, he just started lighting this fucking kid up. Yeah. Because he was in shape, able to go the 15 minutes 
The other kid maybe took the 40-year-old man a little bit lighter than he should have. Right. Didn't put in his work. The old man put in his work, and he fucking tuned him up and ended up finishing him with a couple minutes left in the third round. Well, see, that's the thing, too, though. And there's, there was no no performance-enhancing drugs. So, but there are benefits to getting older. For one thing, there's that muscle maturity. You are actually stronger at a more advanced yeah, age. Yeah, there is the old man strength. You, yeah. I mean, it's, but it's also just knowing your body. And, but that's the thing, too. You may be stronger, but it's like when you're younger, you know, you're more malleable. You know, you can take a better beating, I guess. When you get a little bit older, you're stronger, but you're more brittle. So it's, yeah, the, got, the got, trade-off, you know. He got popped with one good one there in the uh yeah. in the first round. Yeah. And he he wobbled him and the kid tried to attack too quick. Or he, he tried to uh the younger fighters sometimes when they get somebody, they're uh they're a little bit too aggressive. Yeah. And then they burn themselves out. Whereas an older fighter will, will see somebody that's uh wobbled and they'll stand there and they'll pick their shots. They won't just go ape shit. Right, right. He stood there and he picked his shots until the kid just fucking went limp and they had to pull him off. It was it was pretty great. I was pretty excited about it. I, I if you like fighting, there was one dude. I thought it, I thought a dude died the other night. Really, it was on Saturday night. Um, it was a uh, it was just a fight. Two guys that I had no idea who they were, mm-hmm. and that's rare for me because I know everybody. Uh, the first round, the uh, one guy just wrestle fucked this dude the entire time, going for submissions, transitions, yeah, yeah. just holding him down, doing whatever he wants, punching him in the face, doing whatever he wants. Second round comes around. Apparently, the first, the second guy that got held down got some really good advice in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of times when a guy when guys shoot in for takedowns, they'll throw their arm up mm-hmm. and then they'll shoot in. Yeah, and they'll they'll duck in. Like, just throwing them off by throwing their arm up. Right. This guy throws his arm up, and he ducks in, and the guy comes up and hits him with a knee, and it popped so fucking loud. It was ridiculous. And he was knocked out unconscious for 10 minutes. Jesus and never, Christ. they would not show the replay. I was like, a, a guy just died in the middle of the octagon. 10 minutes, he was on the floor. Nobody's ever died in the UFC, no. have they, though? They've died in other ones. In other ones, underground ones that are unsanctioned. Some... Overseas, a guy died from weight cutting. Oh, because his kidneys failed. Yeah. Well, they, it happens to bodybuilders a lot. They try to cut like too, way too much weight. Well, that's what I'm saying. You get really big and strong, and then you try to get it off as quickly as possible because your body retains muscle that way. You know, so it's... Well, uh, UFC is taking steps to fix that. They, UFC actually has the strictest drug testing policy of any professional sports organization, including the NFL. Well, that's good. Any of them. They fucking. They got uh, Jeff Nowitzki, the guy that got uh, Lance Armstrong. Finally, the guy that finally got Lance Armstrong. What do you mean finally got him? I don't know, man. I'm still not. Who gives a fuck about about biking? No, I don't think that's necessarily. See, that's. I mean, that's a big deal. The Tour de France is a big deal. But you ever watch it? No. Know anybody that's ever watched it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't give a fuck. Like the next, I don't give the, a Frenchman's fuck. Yeah, the next guy, <laughs> the the guy who ended up being awarded all of the all of the Tour de France's or whatever. Yeah, he was like 60th place or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody else was got clean. busted. Yeah. Everybody else was popped. They had to, they took EPO, which I'm not exactly sure what that is, but they say in the middle of the night, the dudes on the biking teams would have to get up and. uh Ride their bikes just to burn off because they're they were producing too much blood or some shit. That's nuts. Insane. Yeah, I take so I take something herbal. Like I don't even know if it works. Anal? You take something anal? Absolutely. Absolutely. Herbal and anal. Get you a herbally anal. A hot meat injection there. <laughs> talk talk about a protein shake, huh? What are you, John <laughs> fucking Bender? <laughs> I don't know who that hot is. Hot beef injection. Remember, fucking it's Judd Nelson on fucking Breakfast Club. Oh, Let's yeah. cut to the chase, Sporto. <laughs> <laughs> Are you giving her the hot beef injection? <laughs> God, that was a great, great fucking movie. No, but um, I, you know, with cycling, we don't care because it's not our sport. But man, it's everything. Yeah, in the they world give to a those fuck guys. Over there, yeah. yeah, and to the guys in competing, you know. Yeah, as far as I, like football, like they just gotta if they if they want to reduce head injuries. They got to stop playing with helmets. That's going. That's what's going. That's the only thing that's going to reduce. Well, see, and I'm, I made this. Uh, we've talked about this before. I don't know if on this show on or on the other 
the other uh, on the PFR there. Um, I was talking to a guy, Terrence, uh, who passed away not long ago, um, was the original drummer, drummer for the Animals. And um, he, of course, is from England. And, you know, he, he, we were talking about rugby versus football. You know, we were drinking, and this is years ago. And, um, and I said, well, you know, I was like, well, do rugby players think of football players as pussies? And he said, well, yes, but only for rugby players who have never met an NFL player. Yeah. You know, and he said, I was under that assumption until he went out to, he was in a, he was in LA in the 60s. And he said he's standing in an elevator, and three of the Los Angeles Rams got in the fucking elevator with him. You know, I think they were there. The Rams were there then, yeah. Yeah, they're, and he they're said, going back. He said, yeah, and he said they were the most enormous men I've ever seen in my life. You and see them now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He said back then. A linebacker so, was about 210 then. 190 even sometimes. Yeah. Jack Lambert was not even 200 pounds. I wouldn't say Jack Lambert was 185. Linemen were about 240. Yeah, and that was a big lineman, you know. Um now you've got a guy who weighs three fifty that can run a forty and under <laughs> under five, you know, who can run it in four nine. That's know? ridiculous. That's crazy. And um I would say this that the potential for injury in rugby is greater because you don't have all the pads, but the potential for death and catastrophic yeah. catastrophic injury is much greater in football. Because you feel like you're invincible. You're a weapon. You're, you're I mean, you're a fucking a, a weapon, you know, and and they've we've I don't know about you, but I was taught when you hit somebody, you fucking hurt them. You hit them as hard as you can, and if they can't get up, they can't play. It's one less guy. Exactly. We were all taught that, you know. And it's always people who are who never played who don't understand that. So you go out to hurt people, and you have to answer yes and no. You well, know, I never you intentionally tried to hurt people, but I wasn't going to take it easy on it. Exactly. See, that's that's the gray area. They don't understand that. Well, do you have to give somebody full bore every time? Yeah, you do. Yeah, what if you fuck up the one time you don't get a full exactly. bore? Exactly. And so, then you end up losing. Exactly. So they don't, you know, and they don't get that. And, um, you know, that's the thing with, you know, with rugby and, and football. If they would take the helmet and pads off, I think guys would be safer. It would be, it would look primitive and ridiculous, but it would be safer. And that should be a slower paced game. It'd have to be. Yeah. Um, if you want to make boxing and MMA safer, take off the gloves. Quit taping their uh, their hands up. Because that's a fucking... It, it becomes a weapon. Yeah. Especially in MMA when you got the four-ounce gloves. Yeah. But uh, MMA is safer because there's more ways to win because you can throw somebody down and choke them. And right. You can uh, do arm locks, knee locks, and all that stuff. But whenever you, you tape up their fucking hand to where it won't move and uh, their fucking knuckles are taped up, everything's all nice and tight... It's a weapon. It's it's hard to break your hand when you do that. But whenever you're bare knuckle, you won't be able to hit that guy as hard. Right. You'll create more cuts and stuff, which will look diff- it'll look bad. Do some Irish boxing from the turn of the century where you just stand in the middle of the ring and slug each other. Like <laughs> I'm down with that, honestly. I like watching that shit. Yeah, I mean, I think they should bring that back. We've been recording this for less than an hour, and I've and up and let Baxter out three times. I know. <laughs> it's not because he has to go to the bathroom. It's because he's fucking curious. He's like a cat. Um, Speaking of- uh, hey, That's why we call him Whiskers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a fight, another fight Saturday um, between Johnny Big Rig Hendricks- who's the former welterweight champion. If you ask me, he did beat George St. Pierre. He didn't get the score, but I think he did beat him. And a young up-and-comer, 32 years old. He's only had like 13 MMA fights. Yeah. He was 100 and some and oh in kickboxing. Jesus Christ. Decided to try MMA. He got like 13 fights. He lost one because he got wrestle-fucked. But he moves like a snake. He does like a taekwondo stance. Yeah. And his he he stand he doesn't he doesn't stand there he's rocking back and forth the whole time. Mm-hmm. Johnny Hendricks did not hit him one time in the minute and forty five seconds that they fought. It, I, you could count at least three times where he, uh, Johnny Hendricks was just standing there. Johnny Hendricks is used to people standing in front of him and yeah. standing and banging like they used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. This guy just stood there, slapped him in the face with his foot. 
just paint him right across the face with his foot. Damn. Fucking spinning kicks. And, and he was measuring him out and doing all this shit. Made Johnny Hendricks look like he'd never been in a fight before. And he was the champion. <laughs> well. He's a different. This guy. He was he was a karate fighter. Yeah, like he does karate. But I thought everybody said that karate and all that stuff was not it works, effective. It works whenever you can keep somebody from taking you down. Right. And he's been training with Chris Weidman, who is a national champion wrestler, mm-hmm. and also he was the one eighty five champion. Yeah, the middleweight champion in the UFC. He's been working with him for about a year now, and now you can't take him down. Johnny Hendricks tried to take him down. Johnny Hendricks, national champion wrestler. Yeah. Um. Took everybody down he's ever fought. Tried to take him down once, couldn't get him down, and you could see his soul leave his body. He knew he was fucked. It was awesome. It's like, and his name is Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, and he walks out to Wonderboy by Tenacious D. <laughs> How can you not root for this guy? I know, right? He's from South Carolina. I like him already. <laughs> he's from South Carolina. He's like, man, I just like fighting. I hope I get a title shot. That'd be great. <laughs> I remember. I was thinking about the other day. I think I like the uh, the humble fighters best. There was a guy. Um, I like the guys that talk shit. It's so much more fun. Well, we, I like both. I like anybody. That, I like if, once you get in there and you can fight and you put on a good show. It's fun. I like it. What if, What was the thing with Connor? Like freaking out at his press conference. What did he say? I'm not sure. People were talking shit about it. Said that he unleashed a tirade of epic. Uh, per, he always epic does proportions. that. That's just what he does. I, mean, I hope he, it was against Floyd Mayweather. I hope I hope Floyd Mayweather would be dumb enough to accept a fight with Conor McGregor. If it's like, a boxing fight, oh, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather would tear him apart. Yeah, but if but, it's an uh, MMA fight, he's going to get kicked in the face. Yeah, and get taken down and strangled if that's how Conor chooses to beat him. Right. And Conor's way bigger than him. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's he sucks thing. forty pounds to go down to to one forty five. So he's kind of a big guy. He probably walks around at one seven. Nah. He doesn't suck 40 pounds. When he's in shape, he probably walks around at 170, and he's going to fight at 155 his next fight You know who for he, the championship. You know who he is? He's Brad Pitt's character from Snatch. Less good looking, yeah, but pretty much. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the pikey boxer who knocked out the big guy. Gorgeous. Wham! And then they played Golden Brown, the guy sitting there like. <laughs> <laughs> I had talked to a guy the other day who'd never seen that movie. Like, it's a great movie. Oh, Go see it. God. That's got the uh, the fun employment files uh, stamp of approval. Yeah, we need to start releasing a list of uh, approved movies. It's a great movie. You can't. First time I saw Jason Statham in a movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, maybe. he was in uh, Unless You Saw, Lock, saw Lockstock. I, I don't think. I might have seen it. Lockstock is actually, I like it a little bit better. Um, but that's only because, I don't know. Lockstock was, you know, it wasn't as, the budget wasn't as good. But I like the interplay between all the characters. It was really, you know, especially they were talking about Rob and their next door neighbors, and the one guy is talking about how they're going to do it, and he's and he does it in that British way. And then there's another scene where this uh, this bartender, who's a black dude, is telling this story to uh, to one of the the you know the uh, protagonists, you know, one of the main guys, and they're talking about this little black dude, Rory Breaker, and he's saying, and he's doing the whole thing in fucking Cockney slang, Cockney rhyming slang. So they have subtitles about what he's saying. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious because Rory Breaker goes in, orders a shot, gets into a fight with a big fucking white dude in the bar, takes a shot of the strongest bar, spits in his face and flicks a match in his chest. <laughs> and the guy's walking out burning and he's telling this story. He's like, then he orders a ram roll of the strongest ping pong tiddly in the bar. <laughs> and it's just, it is so goddamn funny, you know. I need to see it. I think it's on the Netflix. It it it, had, it, go, it comes and goes. And <laughs> Jason Statham's in one of the fucking scenes. A guy sets a fucking drink down in front of him. He's got frou-frou shit all over it, you know. He's like, what is that? He's like, it's a cocktail. You asked for a cocktail. No, I didn't. I asked for a refreshing drink, not a fucking rainforest. You could fall in the with a ragatan in there. <laughs> this fucking dog, man. It's It's been Baxter's show. I wonder what it is that he's so interested in. What's going on out there? What's his fucking deal? I don't know. It's ridiculous. 
Um, but Baxter, stop being a cunt. Going back to talking about fighters, like I like I like the guys that are nice and humble and everything, but I like the guys that will fucking talk shit. And like Connor Connor will talk shit all the way up until the fight, and he'll be good at it. And he'll grab headlines. Yeah. And he'll make a lot of money. And the guy he's fighting will make a lot of money. That's why he said, You guys are lucky to fight me. I mean, when you hit you fight me, you grab your wife and you say, pull out the red panty, sweetheart. <laughs> It's a red penny night in the Dosanos household. See, that's the thing too, is that uh, Floyd Mayweather because everybody makes money. Yeah, and but Floyd Mayweather talking shit, saying, "Oh, everybody loves Ronda Rousey and uh, Conor McGregor because they're white." No, they love him because it's entertaining. They're not just being a true douchebag like you're being. You know what I mean? Like if it was flamboyant like Muhammad Ali, people love Muhammad Ali. People love Muhammad, and he was talking a lot of shit all the time. Now, personally, having read some of the backstory behind it, Muhammad Ali sometimes was kind of a cunt, but. Especially to Joe Frazier, you know, and you big ugly gorilla, and Joe. Frazier. I'm gonna hit you so many times, you gonna feel like you surrounded. Well, that was internal black racism yeah. on display, like Muhammad Ali being light skinned, and you know the quote unquote house Negro. And then, whoa, whoa! No, I'm serious. Wow, dude, they. I never thought you. I'd see this side of you. Oh shit! <laughs> it's not meant in any kind of racial way. It's you know, it's meant in a racial way, not a racist way. Right, exactly. I mean, that's that's the internal thing, and that and the and that is a thing I've asked. You know, my, I've, my I've black asked, friend. You I've know, that's my black friend. <laughs> yeah, and he's given me the go ahead. No, no, I've asked. Uh, I have an express written consent here. No, but that's actually been a discussion. Like, is there internal racism? And they're like, you know. Some guys at first didn't want to admit it, but then they were just like, yeah, there is. You know, that's just the way things lined out. And that's not their fault. The people, the standards of beauty have been so pushed on them that uh, a woman, like Beyonce has, she's all basically a white woman. I don't know, man. That ass. No, that's what I'm saying. She's built like a black woman. That's what I'm saying. Strong. But her, but her, her features are white. It's pretty much. Mariah right. Carey, too. Yeah. Both got bodies that'll stop a fucking clock, but... They'll stop a clock and but they don't have the features. See what I'm saying? But then you have standards of beauty are all over the map, though. I've seen uh, dark black women that are absolutely stunningly gorgeous. You know what I mean? Well, it's, in, it's 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 subjective. Everybody's everybody's dick gets hard for whatever their dick gets hard for. There's nothing we can do about it. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that the standards of beauty were have been so forced that. You know, they, it has created its own internal racism. You know what I mean? And that, but that happens with a lot of races. Like um, among Native Americans, there is, uh, a, a, especially in like the Lakota Sioux community, there is a big thing between half bloods, they call them, who sometimes can be full blood. They're just, it's basically a stance as opposed to traditionals who go with the old ways. And they could be half blood. See what I'm saying? It's not, it, it's, it's not even really a, 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 a features or a look thing anymore. It's who do you identify with? And, you know, that's unfair. Like, it's still, it's totally cool for everybody to make fun of gingers, though. Absolutely. That's never going to go away. No. There's actually a, uh, um, a documentary called Being Ginger on Netflix that I want to watch. <laughs> well, you said something about Aaron on one of the descriptions. <laughs> what did I say about it? <laughs> Redheaded ginger. Person, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote person. <laughs> no, he's not really a person. Fuck him. <laughs> I don't like him anyway. Redheaded ginger, freaky pumpkin pie hair cutted freak. <laughs> Give me that bottle, you little pumpkin pie hair cutted freak. <laughs> um, you want to turn this one off? Called an ep. We should. Uh, that's it, guys. That's the fun employment files. I think this was episode twenty-four. Please enjoy um, the PFR episode coming out this week where we do an in-depth synopsis of uh, this year's Super Bowl. I don't think you'll find another synopsis quite as thorough as ours. I don't think so. I mean, so many events, so much, so much description. We talked about everything. Yeah, we did. We talked about every last nuance and detail. And surprising revelation. There was there was a lot of surprises there. What We could talk... Go real quick about how Cam Newton's getting all kinds of shit about leaving the press conference early, and you know why he he lost the fucking game. He's an athlete. He he said uh, yesterday, "Yeah, I was upset because we lost." You show me a a um, competitive, athlete. a good loser, and I'll show you a loser. Yeah, 
Well, and and fucking Vince Lombardi said that. Yeah, that's a direct Vince Lombardi quote. The thing that really got him though was the Broncos press conference was also going on at the time, and he could hear it, and he could hear their players uh, talking shit about him and how he can't throw and all this shit. Yeah, um, those should be timed differently. And I know a lot of people don't like Cam Newton because they call him Scam Newton and stuff like that. You know, I've watched a documentary, uh, Roll Tide, War Eagle, about the the war between Auburn and Alabama, and you know. Cam Newton is one of those, and, and especially him being black. I don't care what anybody says. Because he's black, he, he makes he, him more open to criticism. Whenever he dances and does his shit. Exactly. Uh, but whenever uh, Aaron Rodgers does his uh, belt thing, yeah. the discount double check thing, yeah. or any any other white Even dude Johnny Manziel with the shit he used Everybody's to Everybody's like, oh, that's great. Yeah, he's out there playing. He's ha- having a good time. I no, want, he's a I want everybody to dance whenever they score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. You know how fucking rare that is? Yeah. You should fucking dance, goddammit. Who gives a fuck? But I'm on the other side of the... I mean, I don't mind it, but I'm on the other side of the equation. The coolest thing ever is when Barry Sanders would run a fucking touchdown in and hand the ref the ball. Uh, like saying, I'll be back. Marshawn, you know? Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Whenever he scored a touchdown, he just... Instead of doing all the bullshit, he turned, all the teammates would come up to him and he'd uh, shake their hands. Yeah. Shake their hands, shake their hands. Yeah. Did you see he retired? Did you see how he did it? No. He uh, took a picture. He threw his uh, cleats over... A power line took a picture of him and uh, posted the piece emoticon. That's awesome. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Never spent a dime of his uh, game checks. $49.7 million. Smart guy. Never spent a dime. Smart guy. Just lived off of his uh, endorsements, which were plenty, especially in the last couple of years. That's highly admirable. He's like getting him. out before he's a total physical wreck, too. Yeah, I see. That's the thing, too. I mean, he ran he, the way he played was. He wasn't going to last long. Right. He did a smart thing. There's a few who got out before they were damaged. Hell, uh, wrestler just retired. We had to. Uh, Daniel Bryan. I never got to see him wrestle or anything. Yeah, uh, Frampton was talking about that. And he retired because of constant concussions. And you, and they're they're finally doing something about that instead of letting them all turn into uh, Chris Benoit. And uh, Junior Seau. Yeah, Junior Seau. That's, that's a tragedy. Shot himself in the chest so they could study his brain. And his brain was Swiss cheese. Yeah, I'm so glad we ended on a positive note. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we were going good there for a minute. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Guys, uh, visit our sponsor, wildwvramps.com slash PFR. Enter the uh, coupon that's code. That's us. Yeah, that is us. Enter the coupon code PFR to get 10% off your order. You can get you some ramp bulbs and plant them and have yourself some ramps. That's wild. WVRamps.com slash PFR. Enter the offer code PFR. We'd like to thank you for listening. Um, And we hope you all have a lovely, wonderful, fantastic, stupendous, idiotic, dumb day. Now I'm going to try to find a song to play while we go out. Should have had this ready to go. <laughs> let's, see, let's go with some. Let's go with some Pearl Jam. What do you think? Pearl Jam's good. Mm. Yeah, I go with this one. It's called Comatose. Thank you very much. Have a have a blessed day. Praise Jesus. Uh-huh.